Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The tournament is in full swing and the action hasn't disappointed. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of all the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's that simple. Turning $1 into $100 is 100 to 1 odds. Pick any college basketball team that's still in the hunt for your shot at winning $100. All it takes is a $1 bet in that team winning their next game. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your own convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TATE when you sign up and turn $1 into $100. If the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win, that's code TATE to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restricted supply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Welcome to another <laughs> special edition of our late night live show here. Yes. Uh, we want to congratulate the Kansas Jayhawks and joining us in the Mickey Mouse Club. Welcome. Uh, welcome. <laughs> another blue blood joins the group. The yes. Mickey Mouse Club yes. is filling up quickly. Yes. Um, the defending, well, mm. not the defending, but our 2020. NCAA this is how tournament. Britney Spears and Gosling and Justin Timberlake, as we look around the Mickey Mouse Club, it's a lot of familiar faces. You see your Dukes, you see your Kentuckys, yep. you see your Carolinas, you see your I was going to say, uh, the 2020 NCAA tournament, or the, or the 2020 national champions, they did not win mm. the NCAA tournament, but mm. uh, Kansas was one of the teams that we decided. Yes, Dotson had it on the, in yep. his jacket when he got drafted. We said, take national your national. Champs. So, it, you yeah. know, if you subscribe to that theory, uh, the defending national champions are falling right in front of our very eyes. Down 30 with six minutes left. We're going to keep an eye on that. And by that, I mean, we're probably not going to mention that game the rest of the night. No disrespect to USC people. Uh, Is this this the pinnacle of USC basketball that you remember? Yeah, Cheryl Miller was our last pinnacle point. And, uh, you know, she was one of the greatest basketball players the world will ever see. And then from then then on, we had the Swaggy P 2007, Kevin 01 Durant and 07, upset. I think, are their two Sweet yes. 16 appearance. Did, yes. did, did they go to lead 8 and 01? I think they might have, if I remember right. That sounds um, right. But 07, yeah, they beat they beat Kevin Durant. People forget that. Was, that. Maybe that was yeah. – but I don't know, dude. Being up 30 on Kansas, being up 30 mm. on Kansas. Now you got to play Oregon in the, in the uh, Sweet 16, who the one time you played this year. Remember, remember this date. Uh I, I people do remember this because you've listened to the show. You know we do a Pac-12 update. Mm-hmm. Unlike all those other shows out there that never suddenly, talk about the Pac-12. All of a sudden, you yes. see people, everyone saying, "Oh, we're we Pac-12 should... people." <laughs> yeah, prove it. Big Wave Billy's the only yeah. one. Leave him. Yeah, um, he's out. Of, yeah, he's doing his. But own if thing. you remember in the Pac-12 mm-hmm. update, uh, I, I mentioned because I, I used Michigan, the Michigan Illinois situation as a jumping off point. I said mm-hmm. that Michigan. Uh, in Illinois, where they had a battle about who was the best team in the Big Ten, and and, and I I feel like Michigan maybe Michigan won. Yeah, the maybe last won, Big Ten yeah. team standing, your Michigan Wolverines without Isaiah Livers. But at the time, uh, Michigan and Illinois, there there was the, the debate was that Illinois had won two more games in the Big Ten, um, and and they had beat Michigan in the one game they had met. Mm-hmm. And and in Illinois fans' minds, they said we should be Big Ten champions because of that. Why did why does Michigan get to be regular season champions? And I use that example to say this also applied in the Pac-12 to Oregon and USC. Yes. But nobody cared because nobody cares about Pac-12 basketball <laughs> until now because it's convenient. Where were mm. you all season mm. when we were talking about the Pac-12? Yes. Nowhere. They were nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but USC and Oregon had a similar situation where Oregon was crowned Pac-12 champions. USC had won more games than 
them. And one of the games that they won, they beat the hell out of Oregon the one time they met. So we'll see what happens. I, get, I think whoever wins this should be the Pac-12 champion, right? Yes, in, at in the end of the day, that is what we're going to do on this program. We're going to figure out who is the Pac-12 champion. And if you look back at our Pac-12 updates throughout the year, what is one constant we had? The UCLA, mm -hmm. USC year, mm -hmm. the LA year in the Pac-12 with one caveat, the, the Lakers, which was Oregon. Yeah, that's true. The, the Lakers. That was our uh, triangle. The Dodgers win. Yeah. Suddenly USC and UCLA are looking Mick hot. Cronin. Look, I put I put blame Mickey on my board, and you know a lot of people were saying Mickey Mouse tournament, but it's Mick Cronin. That's <laughs> that's lot, who I'm talking about. Mick Cronin is now Mr. March. How does it feel to wake up every morning? Mick Cronin is. It, I gotta feels, say, it feels the, pretty good. The USC fans did point out to me that uh, Mick Cronin has not ever beat USC. Is this true? <sighs> yes, yes, we were there. I mean, we got to acknowledge that we were there last year when yeah. USC hit the dagger. We got to acknowledge that. I mean, USC, I, I want it to be Mick Cronin City, mostly because Andy Infield's kind of boring, if we're being honest. Like, Andy Infield doesn't have the charisma, doesn't have the sex appeal that Mick but Cronin has. But he has, has the story. You Mick know Cronin what I mean? just oozes sex appeal. I look at that guy, and I'm like, I can't resist. The, Andy. The, yeah, Andy Infield, he did the right thing, right? He always kept himself in the shadows. He always mm -hmm. kept himself out of the front of the cameras. He knew what yeah. he was doing. We had the, you know, the bland situation that went down. That's behind us now. I love, I love how it's a situation. You know what it is. We, we are, we are Mike from Jersey Shore because anytime there's like. There's something anything, happened something happened and we were a like fiasco too stupid of sorts. to like yeah, yeah, yeah. suss it I don't, out I don't want to like, dissect it just say it's a situation <laughs> and move on but regardless USC this is a highlight moment uh, Chris who's directing the show right now USC grad uh, celebrating the, his birthday great point. and a USC uh, win because uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a second but uh, uh, first I want to shout to everyone watching on YouTube or on Twitter or whatever um, yes. if, uh, a, a couple things be sure to comment and, and whatever throughout the show we'll, we'll throw some of them up there but uh, one thing one thing we want is we want your highlight from the weekend. That's how we're going to end the shows. We're going to mm. go through everyone's highlights from the first four days of the yes. tournament. We're going to we're going to give it. you the lowlights for us. We're going to put a big we'll bow on the first four days. We'll mm. give you we'll give you some of ours, but uh, we we want to hear from you. So start thinking, throw those out there. Our our, our team will will work on that. And speaking of our team, uh, we got to point this out because it has been established that this show is cursed. Mm -hmm. And what we mean by that because we're two you know we're two guys that. Sit in front of the camera. We live. We're in LA. not Andy Infield. We are forward-facing guys. We are yes. in front of the camera. Yes. And we live in L.A. So because <laughs> of that, we're, uh, we're let's be honest. We're, we're more McCronin. We're narcissistic you know? a little bit. We're exactly. Yes. You know, that's how, that's how. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> so to us, it's like our two schools lose in the mm. in heartbreaking fashion. Mine to a 15 seed in overtime. <laughs> yours at the hands to of Brad, Brad Davidson. Davidson. <laughs> Show the graphic. <laughs> <laughs> so we said to ourselves, wow, this tournament uh, is cursed. It's a Mickey Mouse tournament. <laughs> our our show is cursed. Everything yes. is cursed. Yes. What we have found since that moment that we declared our show cursed in the NCAA mm -hmm. tournament, we, I'm looking at four people that work on our show right now. I'm going to go left to right. We have a USC alum. Yes. A Syracuse alum. Yes. A UCLA alum. Yes. And an Alabama alum in this yes. room with us. Sounds like they're four winners. They're all in the Sweet 16. Four winners. And they're all listening to you and I talk about yes. how cursed we are. And they're, and they're taking, like, they're they're taking like, the yeah, juice. Yeah, we're they're definitely like, yes, cursed. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> definitely <laughs> cursed. Keep yes. saying we're going to lose. <laughs> yes, yes. More. I just wanted to point that out. So, uh... It's disgusting. I hate it, and uh, I, I enjoyed the show up until I learned that. Up until I like, yeah, I, you you were flustered by this. Well, we keep talking about a Mickey Mouse term, <laughs> and then I look up and like everyone in the room's cl clapping for some reason. Yes. And I'm like, what's going on? And mm -hmm. then it was pointed out to me that everyone's teams keep winning, and, yeah. and I was annoyed by that. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about our, our curse, though the, mm -hmm. the the curse of the show, which is that we we also notice that every time someone comes on our show, every time we interview somebody, 
we blow it. We, we, we ruin it for him. Mm -hmm. Mike Boynton came on the show. Mm -hmm. We were excited about that. We're talking to him about how Cage says we're going on a Carmelo Anthony type 2003 run. It's gone. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oregon State says not so mm -hmm. fast. Um, we, we went through the whole list, right? And and, and we said <laughs> last night, we said, beware Iowa fans because yes. Luca Garza yes. came on our show. Yes, on Selection and Sunday. called it, called it. I called mean, it. Yep, done. We had Jason Preston on after they beat Virginia. We called it. Ohio fans. Yes. Sorry, our Congratulations, bad. Creighton. Us. We knew it. We saw it. Uh, we had we had a kid. There's a kid from Abilene Christian who reached out. Uh, the, the kid that did the horns down. Oh, yes, um, yes, 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 yes. The, the kid that did the horns down. Uh, he, he, we, we reached out to him. We were going to have him on the show. He basically, long story short, the, the, the coaching staff said, that, wait till we win, that, wait till we beat UCLA. Mm -hmm. Then we'll allow, <laughs> we don't want to be cursed is yeah, what they, yeah. said. they said, but we kind of cursed him because <laughs> we tried to have him on just like by trying to have him on. By reaching out, we cursed. By reaching yes. out, we cursed. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I, I, we're, there's something, there's weird, weird juju about the show. Mm -hmm. I can't quite figure it out, but uh, all the people behind the camera, they're happy. And they're doing great. That disgusts me to my core. I yes. just want to point that out. So, uh, Congratulations, so what, what game should we start with? Should we start with, by <laughs> the way, USC's up 32 now. This is, yeah, this it's is, over. It's 80, this is a bloodbath. 81 to 49. Um, this is, <laughs> this is great for the Pac 12. And let's talk about the Pac 12 because that was the first game of the day. We yep. had the Iowa Hawkeyes taking on the Oregon Ducks. And America looks at this game and they say, well, the National Player of the Year is on yeah. Iowa. I expect them to do well. But the National Player, Year, <laughs> Player of the Year did all he could. You know, very similar. We had Adam Morrison on the program. Mm -hmm. uh, Luca Garza after this game, I felt for him. He obviously was very upset. But he has 36 points in 36 minutes. You know, an Iowa record in a tournament game. Uh, he played unbelievable. But the Oregon starting five was unstoppable. Yeah. And the entire game, it, it felt like watching. I was trying to figure out a lineup to stop the starting five for the Oregon Ducks, but th there was no answer. There's no And stopping, Oregon yeah. just basically, you know, ran them off the floor. And, uh, you know, Iowa's out of the tournament. A, a sleeper for a lot of people. Well, I mean, we were buying, and by we, I mean me, I was sort of buying into Iowa's defense getting better. It yes. was. It, had, yes. it did. It, it did. did. I saw it. In I saw it with my own eyeballs. Yeah. KenPomeroy.com backed mm -hmm. me up on it. That, and that Kim Bomb has also been right. You know what I mean? Loyola, right? right? We've yeah, seen that. But he was wrong about Alabama, all the Big Ten teams. We've seen that. He was wrong about all the Big Ten teams. The Big Ten teams, I mean, the theory that we threw out there last night, I think has a I said it was a crumb of credence. I think yeah. it's a little bit of a it's a it's a it's a mess. It's a it's a plate. You know what I mean? Someone's <laughs> already had their meal. There, there's more than a few crumbs here of credence because you've been in Indy for that long. You've already won yeah. a championship. I mean, th there is a crumb to the idea that you there's got to be something. There's something there's because something. Michigan is the only team standing. In, and in fact, and everyone was doubting Michigan. You know what I mean? Because they lose livers and there's all this conversation about they're the weakest one seed. Are and you trying to butter yourself up to Michigan fans? No, now? not at all. Everyone I'm just trying to point Michigan. out. I Who mean, was doubting Michigan? I said they were going to blow out LSU today. I, I said that. that. I said we, there's literally nothing that could go wrong. Right. Michigan fans said you're I jinxed right. them. 100%. I said, look. I forgot we pivoted. Yeah, right? we, we pivoted, I told you. So. Michigan fans thought I was jinxing you. I wasn't. I said, I I, I know what I know. I mean, Michigan's look, good. You, you look at this side right here. And now there's me. no way yeah. Michigan can blow it against FSU. Yeah, like, no, there's way. no way. There's 100%. No way. That's 100% win. Um, but back to the so, Oregon Iowa game, it was it was not great for yeah for, for Fran McCaffrey for the whole Iowa you know brand of basketball. I had I had talked myself three into, guys with zero points. Uh, yeah, that's starters, three, three starters, starters with zero. Yeah, points. I had talked myself into Iowa playing good enough defense. They never played as Caitlin's pointing out. Uh, the, the the Iowa has never really played defense before. Mm -hmm. 
um, or or this season, I mean, last season too. Uh, But they they played – the question was, can Iowa be an elite defensive team? It was, can they be good enough defensively Mm -hmm. that their offense can then carry them? And I thought they had gotten to that point. The problem was this was a bad matchup, and not in like the the shticky way. This was legitimately a bad Mm -hmm. matchup in the sense that Oregon plays similarly to Iowa. They they score a ton of points. They're very versatile. Everyone who touches the floor can can, – stretch the floor can can yep. pass they're, they're very skilled offensively um but the problem was they they are also far more athletic than iowa and the mm-hmm. trade-off if you're going to this game if you wanted to talk yourself into iowa winning this game you would say luca garza is going to be a monster oregon's going to have no answer for luca garza and if iowa can just slow down oregon mm-hmm. maybe they'll have a chance they could not slow down oregon for anything 56 garza, points because garza did his, yeah, his, his he, he, he did had his a job. very very good awesome. game yeah. and uh when you look at oregon you know i was just talking to you off air i mean dan allman being able to bring in transfers like a figueroa who has 21 mm-hmm. points in this game look great and you know they had dylan ennis transfer in uh you know from villanova when they made their final four run i mean this is a recipe we we joked about john rossing saying chris chris Duarte should be first team all-american i mean but come on john that that's, that's a little so bit of a stretch but i will say oregon showed i think to the world that the the pac-12 has the players right that's yeah. always been kind of the knock when we get to these power five programs you say well the pac-12 just doesn't have the jimmies and joes to go up against they've you always know, had the big the 10 or the acc and they've always had the players but it hasn't really worked out yeah. in their favor and this, this Dude, is I honestly am, the first tournament i can remember where everything has fallen the way of the pac-12 i'm so excited for next what did bill Walton i'm do? so excited for next season that the pac-12 mad like west please, coast basketball everybody watching remember this next year yes. when the season starts kansas is down the 30 points right now to USC. The Pac-12 is legit. Wait, what? It's always been legit. Andy Enfield. We've said it was wow. legit. We definitely a lot wow. of a lot of people were coming at our next today. The haters, as I said, this is this is the Super mm. Bowl for the haters. I've also saying, I, okay. I figured out the, the 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 pivot from the haters. The new word is the doubters. The doubters said that yes. the, the the Pac-12 update was a joke. They said <laughs> yeah. you guys, you, the only reason you've been talking about the Pac-12 all year is like it's a punchline to you. And I uh, said not so fast. I said last year that was the case. Mm-hmm. Last year, the loser of our bet had to do the Pac-12 update because we were like, that was that's me. a joke. Yes, yeah, like we, we lost by joke. 25 points this in the year, Dome. Yeah. Whoever won, which yeah. became – UNC was supposed to play Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You guys backed out because you were scared. No, you guys. You guys You guys that. dodged us. No, no, you dodged. <laughs> no, 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 you dodged. And yeah. we played UCLA <laughs> instead, and then UCLA became your team for that yes, bet. Yes, yes. And then we said whoever wins the game gets to mm. the Pac-12. And the reason we did that is because we believe in the Pac-12. We changed. I, maybe I made some jokes along the way. Maybe I called a lot of teams fraud. Yeah. But I always believed in the Pac-12. But the reason we really believed in the Pac-12 is because we believe in Gonzaga winning the national championship, which is the whole point of the show. And there's a lot of people pointing out the, yeah. the, the, the narratives and the knocks. But at the end of the day, Gonzaga has been the favorite. Gonzaga has been in our only tier. Yeah. And that's where they've stayed. Gonzaga, Top of the pac Gonzaga to, uh, today down eight in the first half against Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. If, if For those who haven't been following college basketball all season or haven't been watching a lot of Gonzaga, maybe you started texting your friends and you're like, uh-uh, huh? Huh? If you have been watching Gonzaga, you're like, who cares? This is yeah. what, like they're going to win by 30. Like this is mm-hmm. what they do. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much they, they're down. I will always trust them. They could be down, honestly. I'm trying to think of when I would panic if I was like a Gonzaga fan. Down like 15 with like four minutes, I'd be like, all right, now would be a good time to start playing, boys. Yes. But yes. even then, I'd be like, yeah, they could probably pull this out. They'll find a way. They're, they're so good, dude. They're so good. It's disgusting. And there is, like, uh, when I talked about Michigan and I, and I mentioned them having this sense of urgency, I feel like Gonzaga has that a little bit, too, where they are taking everyone at their face value, which is to say, you're a tournament team. 
I respect you and I'm going to play, I'm going to play up to my game. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to, well, you know, Texas, you see Abilene Christian, there's a chance maybe you overlooked that and leads to a loss. We saw Abilene Christian today. I don't know how they beat Texas. Yeah, they, I, they, I still don't understand that the, Mickey I, Mouse tournament, the, but I don't understand it, how it happened. And that, that to me is a little bit with Gonzaga. They are taking everyone very seriously. I think they're going to take Creighton's going to be a tough game. You know, that, that, that is not going to be an easy game. The best team they've played in quite some time. I, Oklahoma I was the best you. team they've played in quite some time. I hear you. Uh, I so. think I think this is a favorable matchup for Gonzaga. I, I think Oregon is not a great matchup. For Oregon Gonzaga. is a tough matchup. Oregon is that's like Oregon Pacific tough, Northwest. Yeah, I mean USC is the same thing. I mean Evan Mobley's. I mean Evan Mobley is probably. I should say this. Here you go. Evan Mobley will probably be the number one pick after this tournament. Is, there, is this a scoop? This is a <laughs> this is a potential scoop right here. I mean. People saw I Kate spoke, Cunningham. I spoke with the NBA today. Yeah. Like, I had the NBA on the phone. And the NBA said, and Mickey Mr. Mouse tournament. Said, uh, so, excuse me, Mr. NBA, uh, <laughs> who are you taking number one? And the NBA said, Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley. Take yeah. the big. And uh, he's been great. Isaiah Mobley, his brother, also been awesome in this game. So, uh, you know, shout out to the – we also brought that up. This is the first time since the Griffin brothers. We kind of had like an older brother have his younger, yeah. better, potential number one pick brother – Going to the Sweet 16. Yeah. And the older brother's like, fun. I'm cool with it. Like, we're yeah. winning. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. And I'll get I'm mine too. Yeah. I like um, it. Yeah. Gonzaga, 25 straight games that they've won by 10 or more points. Uh, they've only had one game all season that was within 10. It was it was West Virginia when Jalen Sucks. Five point Achilles, game. Went mm -hmm. to the back room, duct taped it up, came back out. It was fine. Which is they wild because a lot of people pick West Virginia as a potential team to knock out Gonzaga. That's how far we are from yeah. the reality of yeah. brackets right now. You know, West Virginia Dude, is long when, gone. Do you remember a time ever in your in your entire life oh, when you well, on Selection Sunday you looked at the bracket and you forecasted like a matchup and you're yeah. like, I hope that that happens. Yes. And then it actually happened. I mean, 05, Illinois, North Carolina. That's probably the That's last it? time. That's it? Like the, yeah. in the title game? Does yeah. it ever happen? Mm -hmm. I mean, my God, it sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It always sucks. Uh, but whatever. I'm I'm happy with the matchups we got. These will be these will be fun. Baylor Villanova certainly interesting. Uh, Gonzaga Creighton. I I I think Creighton like I I feel like Creighton tries to do what Gonzaga does. They're just not as good at it. Whereas Oregon has like real athletes that the Creighton does not have. Oregon mm -hmm. has uh, real versatility. Oregon plays real defense. I I I think Oregon is a, is a bigger threat to Gonzaga than I I think. Yeah. I I'm not worried about Gonzaga. And Creighton, okay. But okay. You know. Maybe that's maybe Creighton. You play this video before your boys. Maybe, I, I'm gonna say I, I already Greg see McDermott, this on social yeah. media right now. <laughs> yeah. where they're like, remember curse. this? Yeah, curse. curse. Got him. <laughs> Got him again. Uh, so uh, Paula, Paula says, please get Drew Timmy or Corey Kispert on the pod. Would love to hear about their undefeated season. Hashtag, hashtag not, not curse. Well, which uh, a lot lucky. of people we put out the call because we were like, yeah. okay, America. We we obviously every time <laughs> someone comes on the show, they lose. So who would you like to see cursed? Mm -hmm. what, who, what 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 would you like? Uh, we got a lot of requests for Gonzaga because Gonzaga's undefeated. Undefeated, yep. Uh, I don't care what you say. I will still believe until Gonzaga loses, the tournament hasn't quote-unquote started. I, f I still feel like all the chaos we've seen so far, all of this Mickey Mouse business uh, doesn't really matter because mm -hmm. until I see Gonzaga lose, I'm not going to care about any of it in, the, in like the big picture. It's yes. a fun distraction, yes. but I still think we're going to hand Gonzaga a trophy in two weeks. So until they lose – um, it's just a fun distraction to me. So uh, a lot of people feel the same, and they're like, "We gotta, we gotta get Gonzaga to lose." And I did not want to do this, so I just want to make that clear. You did not either. Our producer Louise, who we we cracked the code, <laughs> Syracuse fan, Syracuse alum, Buddy Bayheim. She's on a high from the Bayheim yes. family. 
and, she, and we realize what I mean, she's up she's to. She's trying to get Buddy Beheim a title. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what we, we want. We want to make this perfectly clear before we say roll what we're about to roll because we did not want this to happen. We looked her in the eye and we said, please, Louise, please, do not do please, this. She said, we're going to do this. Please believe me. We said, said we were cursed. I said, the only, said way, the only way I can in good faith do this is if you book someone from Syracuse on the show. Yes. She said, we tried. Syracuse yes. turned us down. They and did. I said, wow, how convenient is that? <laughs> Jim um, Beheim hates the media. So I want everyone, everyone in Spokane that, that's listening, please understand uh, the blood is not on our hands. Yes. It's our producer, Louise. Yes. Uh, she's a Syracuse fan. And all the journalists like Mike Tirico, all the Syracuse journalists out yep. there, you're welcome. We we're understand we're, what's we're doing our best as big J's ourselves. With that being said, we talked to Corey Kisper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Today. I am sorry, America. We, we apologize. We apologize, so, Corey. Here you go. Here's us talking we'll to Corey. See what happens. This is the real test. <laughs> Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. So go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It is GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Let's talk about our good friends at Homage, a legendary offer just for Titus and Tate listeners from the makers of the most comfortable fan clothing around. We've got the jump. Homage crafts famously soft fan clothing that doesn't compromise on quality, and for a limited time only, Titus and Tate listeners can score 20% off your first order at homage.com. Collections that mark iconic moments and teams from the NFL, NBA, NCAA, and more, all printed on ultra-soft hoodies, tees, and sweats. We love Homage. We've been, I've, I wear, I literally every single day, Tate, I wear something from Homage. I swear to God, they, they make, they make awesome sweats, they make t-shirts, they make Everything, every single day, at some point, I'm wearing something from Homage. You should, too. Simply use offer code T-A-N-T to save 20% on legendary looks. That's homage.com, offer code T-A-N-T. All right, joining us now is Gonzaga All-American Corey Kispert, uh, fresh off a big win over Oklahoma to move Gonzaga onto the Sweet 16. I believe the sixth consecutive season for Gonzaga in the Sweet 16. Uh, Corey, obviously a lot of talk all season about how good you guys are. You're still undefeated. Uh, you have four basically All-American caliber players, yourself being one of them. Um, today it was kind of the Drew-Timmy game. You had a great game yourself, 16 points, but uh, Drew played especially well. So my question as a big picture thing is, do you guys know going <laughs> into which game, like who the guy's going to be? Not that, not, not that like one guy carries you every game, but it seems like every Gonzaga game, there's one of you four elevate. And it's it like, almost seems predetermined, Corey. Yeah, That's okay, the today's a Jalen Suggs game. This is a Corey Kisper <laughs> game. Do you guys know this going in, or do you? does it just kind of happen over the course of a game? I mean, you can kind of feel it out just watching film beforehand. I mean, uh, other than the number 52 on um, Oklahoma, they, weren't really, they didn't really guard much in the post. Uh, so we kind of knew if we gave it to Drew, he'd deliver, and he has been doing that for us all year. And That's the great part of playing for this team is that uh, any guy can get you on any given night. So – whether it's Jalen or Drew or Joel, Andrew, me, like it's just, it's kind of just pick your poison for the other team. And yeah. that's kind of the way we operate. And that's kind of Gonzaga basketball, Corey. We've seen over the years, you know, you've gone from being a role player per se to now being a star and all American. And you've made that transition and so much so at the start of the season, Titus and I are watching you guys and you have the headband on and you throw down like a monstrous dunk. And we give this look to each other. We're like, oh, Corey yeah, Kispert's yeah. here. He's here to play. He's, he's like, not the role guy that kind of stands over <laughs> yeah, the side. He's like just shooting thing. threes yeah, over here. Yeah. So, so how's that been like to, to show the world your full game, right? That this has been the first season where you can showcase it. Yeah, it's like a four-year process, man. It's a four-year evolution. And um, here at GU, we use the term of called water the bamboo. 
Um, basically what it refers to is that, you know, bamboo is the way it grows is that it's just, it, when you water it, it stays under, stays under the ground for, you know, months, months and months and months. Cause it's growing those mm-hmm. roots like nice and deep into the ground. And then, you know, in a matter of three days, the bamboo shoots out of the ground and, uh, grows to, you know, 10, 15, 20 feet tall. And that's kind of what wow. it's been like for me is, you know, over the past three years, I've been kind of watering the bamboo and, and my roots have been growing super deep. I've been learning how to play the game, playing the system, um, you know, learn how to become a better basketball player. And then now this year, um, all that hard work has kind of come into fruition and you're seeing the results of that uh, all year long. Mark Few might be the Zen master based yeah. on what you just said. I mean, that, that's almost like Bruce Lee level. Well, p- part of the bamboo, if you want to use a bamboo analogy, I mean, Gonzaga's program as a whole has been kind of that. Yes. Uh, we, we talked to Adam Morrison a couple of days ago just about that. Th- this is your team now represents like this, this 20 year arc of Gonzaga basketball. And, and you had the nineties where Gonzaga, I don't need to explain it to you, but for the audience, <laughs> you know, the nineties where Gonzaga is the underdog, you kind of have like the Adam Morrison era where you're becoming a player, but you can't quite get over the hump. And then mm-hmm. now you guys, or uh, perennial favorites, it feels like you're in and you're out. Um, and, and that dovetails to another question I had with, with you, uh, Corey, is that a lot of the the chatter about Gonzaga and how you guys have become so good is international recruiting. That's what mm-hmm. I think you ask the average fan. Like you guys who, who are Gonzaga. like the FIBA team of college yeah. basketball. But you're a, you're a local ish kid. I know you're from the Seattle area. Um, so I'm I'm curious. Uh, uh, your your perception of Gonzaga. Did you grow up a Gonzaga fan? Have you witnessed the 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 arc of Gonzaga basketball? Um, just what 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 is your perspective on that? Yeah, I mean, I was a toddler when Mo was doing his thing. Um, <laughs> around then, <laughs> it makes and, me feel so old. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. and I mean, so I mean, we I mean, from being from the state of Washington, uh, you know, yeah. you know what's going on. But you know, UW was actually kind of my first uh first love as a basketball fan i mean they had you know mm. isaiah thomas brandon roy yeah. ryan appleby they, mm. they were a bunch of really good teams right in a row um so when they started recruiting me when i was coming out of high school it's kind of like oh like okay cool um but you know finally kind of when it got down to the end of it uh coach few called and um you know coach michaelson was kind of my biggest recruiter as well and i just wanted to be a part of the story over here um mm-hmm. it's hard to deny the kind of culture and it's hard to deny the the vibe that this program gives off and uh, it's something really, really special, and I'm glad I chose it, man. I mean, look where we are now. Mm-hmm. It does seem like one of those things, Corey, with your team. Obviously, you're undefeated. You know, people in the media like Titus and I, you may get bored with your team, but you guys have characters. And I think my favorite character is headband Corey Kispert. And yeah. he seems like a totally different personality than the Corey we're talking to right now. Can you just talk about the power of the headband and what that may do to you? Because it, it, it's something else. I mean, it's like you're going Super Saiyan. Yeah, I mean, I hope I thank you guys for choosing headband Corey over handlebar mustache Drew. Um, yes, yeah, right. yeah, that was our second favorite. pick. Yeah, I appreciate that, <laughs> fan favorite. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of um, it's a new thing for me this year. Uh, my first yeah. couple years here, I was you know shaved super tight, you know yeah. hair flicked over. Um, you couldn't really, I mean, I was super clean cut, and this is kind of the evolution evolution of me too. Um, kind of just me relaxing and, and growing as a player, and kind of letting it all you know hang out on the court. Is that, is that like mandated by Coach Few? Because it seems to happen to a lot of guys. I mean, Karnowski starts growing out the beard. Yep. You know, we saw Morrison had the mop top. Yep. Is it like a? Is it something that like by the time you leave Gonzaga, you have to kind of like evolve? Coach Gay used to do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Surprisingly, Coach didn't pin me in a corner or anything and tell me to grow my hair out. So uh, it was kind of a personal uh, thing, personal choice. But it's 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 pretty funny how you know you look back and yeah. every single senior from Kelly to Mo to. Uh, um, yeah, you know, Drew and I like it's just 
people grow their hair out. Just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you find a way. Uh, one of the more impressive things beyond you guys uh, winning all your games you played this year is kind of how you go about it. How you uh, you you have this feeling of I mean you're down eight early this game and uh, you know th- a lot of people have, who haven't maybe watched a lot of Gonzaga basketball were probably like texting their friends or like yeah. oh oh, 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 oh keep an eye on this one. Tate and I are like <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll check it. You know if there's two minutes left and they're down eight maybe call me. Um, Given given that you guys are undefeated, you're the you're the favorites to win this thing. It's March Madness, kind of all of what's at stake. How do you stay so cool, calm, collected? This has been a theme all throughout the season. What do you think the secret is? I mean, is it is it the 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 Zen master himself, Mark Few? Is it uh, the the chemistry you guys have? What is it that makes you guys just just seem so just robotic out there, but in a beautiful way? Yeah, it's a good point. Um, so the way we play just wears people down. I mean, we run in yeah. transition on makes and misses. Um, you know, we move the ball so well on offense and move our bodies too. We're hard to guard. And, and we kind of know that, um, you know, as the game wears on, uh, we're going to start clawing back into, into deficits and we're going to start taking leads uh, just by the way that we play. We stick to, you know, who we are. We don't try to change things when um, stuff's going south. And, yeah. uh, you know, today was a great testament of that. We just needed to settle in a little bit. And, uh, pretty soon the, the shots started going through the net and we started getting stops and, you know, that lead for, you know, Oklahoma by eight turned into, you know, Gonzaga by 12 uh, at the end of the half. And Corey, I think a lot of, you know, we've had, you know, coaches and players come on and, you know, they all give the same thing. We're trying to do one game at a time. We understand that. But, you know, you guys, you know what the long play is here, right? You know that it's six games. So how do you mentally keep yourself in check? And I know that's kind of a, a hard question to answer, but how do you how do you do that in a bubble like environment like this? Yeah, it's a great question. And it's really hard to do. Um, but for us. Uh, you know, every game we play, especially from now on, you know, being at the Sweet 16 is against, you know, a top 15, top 15 team. That's a big game. So, um, you know, no matter how much we're favored by or how people think we're going to do against teams, like it truly is a big game. And we only get a handful of those kind of top 15, top 10, top five matchups during our season. And they happen to happen, they happen to happen at the beginning of the year. Uh, So when these games kind of roll around, we truly do cherish them uh, one by one because we only get that opportunity uh, outside of, you know, September, October, November, December. Yeah. How, how much are you paying attention to what else is going on in this tournament that it's been a, it's been a particularly wild tournament in terms of upsets and some of the other favorites are, are going down. Is that something that you guys sense? Do you let that like seep into your discussions amongst you, you yourselves? Like we got to, Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, the TV, the TV's, my TV's on all day long. I'm flipping yeah. between mm-hmm. games, watching stuff. And, um, you know, I'm as big of a you know basketball fan as I am a player. You know, and I love watching yeah. this tournament. And, who's your who, Who's your favorite play? Who's your favorite player in the country that doesn't play for Gonzaga? That's a good question. Put you um, on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really, I really like uh, Jerry Butler out of Baylor. Yeah. Um, I hate this. I knew you were going to yeah. say that. I knew you were going to say that, Corey. Because <laughs> what my last question for you was that. You and you guys in Baylor have been the two favorites all season. You guys have certainly a lot can change between now and and two. You weeks guys from did now. the whole undefeated thing yeah. together. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot can change. Uh, but right now it looks like you guys are the two teams playing the best basketball. And one of the frustrating things for us media types is how much Mark Few and Scott Drew get along and how there's like no rivalry there whatsoever. So of course you and Jared Butler like each other. And of course it's like, I mean, what the, what the hell are, are we you guys going to gonna end the championship game in theory in a draw and yeah, just say good you, game? Are you guys just going to shake hands? Both teams say, played hard. <laughs> our buddy. Yeah, no, coach, coach Drew is hard to not like. Uh, if you really get yeah. to know that guy, he's, he's one of the best coaches in the country and he's yeah. a great dude. So of course, coach Few and him get along really well. 
Well, you're you're hard to not like as well, Corey. If we, yep. if we can say that, we appreciate it. We appreciate you saying great question every time we ask. <laughs> yeah, thank that you. Was, Corey. That makes us feel really good. <laughs> uh, best of luck moving forward. Congrats on an awesome senior year. It sucks. Uh, by the way, I I, I was I was going to ask you this. Like, you you finally get to your senior year and you kind of can't enjoy the spoils. Like right now, you're you're supposed to you're supposed to go to the Sweet Sixteen and go back to campus and like walk around and have people you know kissing your feet and all that kind of stuff. And that's been weird, right? Like part of you is like, damn, I wish I could be the big man on campus, and now I'm like the big man. In my dorm room or whatever like I'm hey the, man, man, the, the only man in my room yeah you're preaching to the choir man that's been the story yeah. all year long yeah and uh yeah we'd be going back to spokane right now and uh, getting ready to hang out and party but uh you know it is what it is listen Everybody's man, in the same listen, boat man. You, you you keep it rolling two more weeks you can come back when all this is over and be yes. you can be the big man on campus the Forever. rest of your life so yes. yeah do, do it that way so looking uh, forward Corey, to it thanks for joining us man thanks Corey. of course guys thank you Quick break to get a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. The tournament is in full swing and action hasn't disappointed. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of all the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's that simple. Turning $1 into $100 is 100 to 1 odds. (laughs) That's math. It's that simple. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your own convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TATE when you sign up to turn $1 into $100. If the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win, that's code TATE to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. We're also brought to you by our friends at First Leaf. As we all know, trying different wine is one of the best ways to find new favorites, yet sometimes buying wine you've never had or heard before doesn't pay off, literally. But having a First Leaf Wine Club membership is like being a VIP in the world of wine. You can discover top-rated wine you love at an exclusive discounted cost with practical with practically zero effort, First Leaf is a wine club that sends personalized selections of wine from top vineyards around the world right to your door. Every bottle is hand-picked by experts with your exact preferences and palate in mind. No more guesswork or letdowns, and you'll get incredible wine at much lower prices. First Leaf works directly with world-class winemakers, saving you up to 60% off retail on all the award-winning wine. Titus and I both have wine sent to our house every single month from First First Leaf. It's the best. We have Guests come over. We have so much wine, we don't know what to do with it. Uh, discover new wine like a VIP by becoming a First Leaf member. Join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash Tate. That's six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash Tate. There you have it. There you have it. You're welcome, America. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louise yelled at us as we were rolling the interview. She said <laughs> yeah. she wants to make. Yes, she already put in the request. She wants to I mean? make very clear. It wasn't you on Twitter. We were trying to give you credit, but she already all put in the request. All of you in Spokane, all of you yes. Gonzaga fans, yes. she already put the request in. It had nothing to do with. Uh, it wasn't the trolls. The, the it wasn't trolls. the haters. It wasn't the doubters. She was not, she was not yes. trying to jinx. We just yes. wanted to hear from Corey Kispert. But at the same time, if, if things Whew. go south. <laughs> blame her blame her uh so gonzaga <laughs> gonzaga's six straight sweet 16 yes that's uh, the we, real we need story. to point that out we need mm-hmm. to point out that they, this is the fourth program in ncaa history to go to six straight sweet 16s can you name the three others mm. off the top of your head if you no. have a guess no well ucla would be ucla one of them. obviously won 7, i was gonna say titles yeah in a row. Mm. if you had to guess two others 
Are they blue bloods or are they not? They're definitely blue bloods, right? We'll they it. have to be. I'm gonna give Kansas one. Mm-hmm. No, Wrong. not Kansas. Um, I don't know. You know this. So uh, I'm gonna look Duke stupid. Duke and guessing. North Carolina. Okay, great. Yeah. So, so there, that, that's kind of. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say that, that because then. It, well, I mean, if How I said that, then everyone's like, "Oh my god, shut up, shut up." <laughs> Look, North Carolina, Duke, this is the first time in America we have the Big Ten media who has one team. in the, One team. One team coming at us. Come Hold on, on a guys. second. Can we point out that the Big 12, who is also supposed to be a power, right. like an awesome right. conference, let's, also let's has Let's deflect. One team. Let's deflect. Deflect, dude. Big 12, what, what are you doing? What about the Big 12? Why is nobody talking about the Big 12? Yeah, also Pac-12 update. Um, so, yeah, doing Gonzaga, great. six straight Sweet 16s. Uh, they, they are three and two in their last five Sweet 16 games. So that's to say, in the last five tournaments, they've gone to three Elite Eights. Mm-hmm. And yet, we'll still fast forward to next year. And people when, will be like, are you sure you can believe in Gonzaga? Chet Holmgren and Walker Kessler are the uh, front line of the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Yeah. And people will be when like, when I have to watch <laughs> the, the, the new iteration of Bill Walton and Lou Alcindor tear down college basketball. And yeah. people will be asking, can we trust Gonzaga in March? And I'm going to say, folks, the answer might be yes. I don't know yet. We'll have to see. We, yes. we need more. We need more data on it. Uh, what else happened? So UCLA gets a big win over Abilene Christian. We kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, we 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 want Titus. I know. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask Kispert about his hair, but you kind of did it with the headband. Mm. That, that uh, this is a it had to have been a quarantine situation. That he yeah, out, right. I, yeah, he was like, I I can't get a haircut. What am I gonna do? For the headband. record, for those who have asked, and and far too many people have, the hair is. I I got a haircut on March fourth. Right mm-hmm. before the uh, the pandemic started, right before everything shut down, I was gonna get a haircut like that Saturday after the NCAA tournament started. <laughs> I was gonna get a haircut that morning before the NCAA tournament games. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything shut down, and I couldn't you couldn't get haircuts. Obviously, everything was closed. And then I made a decision right then and there. I was like, I'm not going to get a haircut until uh, the end of this. And I don't know mm-hmm. what the end of this was. It, it originally was when we get back in studio, and then I kind of liked the flow. So I was like, all right, so when we crown a new national champion, mm-hmm. and then now that's that's it two just weeks keeps away. Going. Yeah, so I don't know. know. I mean, Maybe when I get is, the vaccine. Just, I don't know. This is how it happens. I don't know. Let it go. Soon enough, you'll be Kelly Olenek, <laughs> as we were just talking about. You look like a Gonzaga senior, <laughs> yeah, super senior. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I think I think Kisper did the same. He probably just didn't get it cut, and then he was like, "Screw it, let's roll." It. I honestly think with look. my baby face, if I spent four years in Spokane, Washington, I would have a beard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I think that's just what happens up there. I'm not sure what goes uh, on, but something. So the story of this tournament, obviously, is if it's not Oral Roberts, if it's not Loyola, and uh, 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 she who shall not be named. Yes, Lady show. Jean. <laughs> there you go. You can't resist. Lady Jean. It's catnip to you. Yeah, it's, it's too like, easy. Uh, Throw it out. Say it again. Uh, if it's not the must bus, yes, it is certainly the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. That is the that is the story of the tournament. Uh four teams, one quarter of the teams into the Sweet 16 are Pac-12 teams. One of them is UCLA, a team that had to win three games to get into the to the mm-hmm. Sweet 16. They had to beat Michigan State in the playing game. Uh Johnny Juzang tonight, 17 points. They run Abilene Christian off the floor. Yeah. Uh they unreal. are rolling, dude. It's 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 a real thing. UCLA without I, Chris Smith, who you you said was going to be a first team All-American early in the season. Love Chris Smith. Um he get, he's been out. great on the sidelines. Been he's great out. on the sidelines. Their best players out, and and still they and still they find a way. And they found a way because, like we said, uh, or like I was talking about the last show, Mister March is Mick Cronin. He put on the crown. He has ridden this entire wave to a great position where now he's taking on an Alabama team. You got nothing to lose. You yep. know, it was a tough day for the muckers. We should say, you know, Maryland. Maryland was supposed really to muck it day. up, yeah, but they Maryland. couldn't. Bama bucked it up, and then and then they're getting bucked. You can't muck when you're getting bucked. And uh, Bama, uh, Bama goes sixteen did, for thirty three from the three point line. That is the exact opposite of muck. That is no. That is that's bad luck. That's, is what that is. Yeah. 
Maryland was looking for like Bama to go about two for 19 from the three mm-hmm. point line. Mm-hmm. They did not. They hit 16 threes. So I'm hoping and that Maryland UCLA like, can muck it up, but maybe, you know, who knows? This could be the last stand. The unfortunate part when you talk about the Pac 12 is that we have USC, who is so fascinating. Again, Evan Mobley could be the number one pick on yep. their team. Uh, has his brother as well. The, the whole Griffin story connection Taj like Edie that. Can, yeah, yeah, can, a lot, yeah, lot, of, lot of great. Yep. Yeah, we love them. Uh, and then we're playing Oregon. So we have a Pac-12 team that's going to get knocked out by yeah. a fellow Pac-12 team. Fair. So we're not getting a real test, really, of those two teams. We're not. Also, Colorado saying. lost to Florida State tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, I did see a lot of this. A lot of the old Pac-12 heads were very quick to point out that Colorado's new. They pivoted from Pac-12 was undefeated yes, yes. to Pac-10 is undefeated. They're like, we don't know mountain time. Don't know I, do yeah. not, I do not deal with that. We're only yeah, we're Pac-10. It's a Pac-10 tournament. It's called the Pac-12, not yes. the Mountain yes. Slash Pac. Mm. See what I mean? See Shout out I mean? to Coach Hamilton, speaking of that game. McKinley Wright, 13 assists in the first game, basically runs everything for Colorado, and they did a great job tonight stifling him, yep. and that was really the difference well, in the game. Well, if you remember, I I, I mentioned that uh, Colorado, when they played Georgetown, they hit, they hit uh, 16 threes, right? They hit 16. Yeah, yes, like, like Alabama yes. did tonight. Oh, they, that is a bad omen. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Looking over. <laughs> they hit 16 threes. Uh, and Florida State, if you remember, mm-hmm. was 0 for 9 yes. from the three-point line in mm-hmm. their first-round game. And I said, that's going to be an interesting uh, – to have those two teams meeting each other, what's going to happen? I guarantee if Colorado hits 16 more threes and Florida State does, they're going to win the game. Tough night, yeah. Did not happen. They both mm-hmm. hit six threes. So if you were tracking that at home, uh, that they, they met in the middle. Great game from Florida threes. State. I was impressed. Florida State mucked it up for Colorado. Mm-hmm. I will they say did. That. They 36% percent field point. goal percentage for Colorado. Uh, they were lighting up Georgetown. Um, we almost had a Tony in the first half. For That's Colorado. how ugly yeah. it was. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. was, it, it, was, it was very, very ugly. So Florida State moves on. What else is there to talk about? Uh, Alabama, I, I mean, we got to talk about the Michigan game. That was, that was another game. In my mind, there were two good games today. Not a lot of close games, obviously. Almost no close games. This was the closest, was probably just in terms of, I, I, don't, I, I haven't actually looked over all the final scores, but in terms of the uh, the one that I was locked in on the mm-hmm. longest was Michigan-LSU. Um, very high-scoring game. Reminded me of the Oregon-Iowa game and that like neither team could seem to stop one another. And then ultimately, Fun Michigan, game to watch. Yeah. Michigan got the stops they needed down the stretch. Uh, Eli Brooks went nuts. Shawnee Brown went Shawnee nuts. Shawnee Brown, 21 points. Dude. It was great to see. Yeah. I love Shawnee Brown. Uh, Cam Thomas was uh, LSU. I, we, I I like watching LSU. I like the idea of LSU. I love the idea of like uh, uh, basically an AAU team. They are mm-hmm. not well coached at all. Will Wade is a horrible coach. Will Wade is your high school golf coach, yeah. and he is the head coach of LSU. Yeah, and dude, uh, it's awesome. He's a terrible coach. He, 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 it's 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 like they look like an AAU team. They don't play any defense, but mm-hmm. they, they got guys that are super talented. They're fun to watch. Is what I was the point I was getting to. Even though I was crapping all over LSU, I was going to get to a compliment. I mean, Javante Smart and Cam Thomas played forty minutes tonight, and, and, and dude, what. So Cam good. Thomas has 30, Javante has 27. Yeah. I mean, I, I respected the fact that Will Wade was like, let's just keep these guys out there and see what happens. Yeah. They can't stop them, obviously. Yeah. That was fun. But otherwise, like you're saying, I mean, maybe give them a break and we have a real ch- real chance to win this game. Yeah. Uh, Javante Smart, 27 points, nine boards, yep. six assists. Javante he was, Smart. He was unbelievable. Uh, He's he was one of those guys when he came in. I mean, there was the the, the whole scandal, you know, around him. The whole situation. The situation, situation. You're right. Situation. But regardless, he's a top flight recruit, a guy that I thought may be a one and done guy at one point, and then faded a little bit. Cam Thomas yeah. kind of became the story. But today, I, I they were both awesome. Yeah, they were both great. Their yeah. teams just like they don't play defense, and they're just kind of like an AAU team for and better or do, worse. And, and, and by an AAU team, better, 
Some, but a lot of times it's worse. You look up an AAU when you go to an AAU event. You look up and you're like, oh, that guy had 30 points. That, I yeah. didn't feel like he had 30 points. LSU sometimes is like that. Uh, Shawnee Brown had 21 points on nine field goal attempts, and I want to point this out because Shawnee Brown, the first round game, had zero points against Texas Southern. So yeah. uh, LSU fans, we started a support group for uh, being traumatized by Shawnee Brown. I started it after the Ohio State game. So join us, LSU fans. Come, come into the support group of uh, Shawnee Brown just coming out of nowhere to rip your heart out. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the, the water's warm. Come on in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> J- jump in. Uh, also, LSU fans wanted me to point out that the refs were bad, but both ways. There were a lot of. Oh, yeah, both ways. Like, it was both ba- ways. It was bad both ways. Yeah. There's a lot of bad charges. I did see a lot of people, yeah. you know, conference pride both has ways. been a conversation, yeah. you know, throughout this entire time. A lot of people were pointing out the refs were trying to <laughs> defend the Big Ten in yeah. this game and then also trying to defend the ACC in the Florida State game. That's a bit of a stretch, but you know we can always say the refs struggled both ways. They were bad both ways. I'm glad Michigan marches on. Uh, They got to hold it down for the Big Ten. Shawnee Brown. I need the Big Ten to win a national championship. I'm definitely cheering for Michigan. A lot of Michigan fans think I'm trying to jinx them. A lot of you know they're saying you're an Ohio State guy. You're clearly not cheering for us. This is a bit. Not a bit. You guys, I'm I'm pulling for Michigan to win the title, mm. and uh, I I have no doubt in my mind they're going to smoke Florida State in the Sweet 16. It's I, I watched Florida State play tonight. They just simply do not have the firepower to match up with Michigan, and uh, the Big Ten has been a superior conference to the ACC all season. We we proved that in the Big Ten ACC challenge. There is there is a zero percent chance. In fact, I would say can we go lower than zero? That's what I'm giving Florida State in this uh, Sweet 16 game. So. Yeah, that's it. I, I, so you're I saying one hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's what you're saying right now. Okay, that's a good point. Uh, what else? What else? Game wise, what, what Andy Enfield also thanks CBS for picking Kansas to win because this, quote Andy Enfield coach teams that are very undisciplined. This is a great topic of conversation. <laughs> this is what is happening in the bubble. So the coaches that are getting quote unquote Rodney Dangerfield disrespected in this it's, bubble. We saw with Eric Musselman. You know, dude, it's not just coaches. Daryl Morcel was like calling people out. I think there's this. This is just it's a message to the doubters. That's all it is. It's a message to the doubters. And if you're Andy Infield or if you're Eric Musselman, who was upset that, you know, someone he said at CBS said that he wasn't a good enough coach to, yeah. to deal with Chris Beard. He handled that situation. Andy Infield, apparently someone said that his team was undisciplined before the game. So he said, basically, we were pretty good for an undisciplined team. Yeah. I like that the the teams that are winning have to have a slight. Like I was saying about Gonzaga, saying about Michigan, you almost need a chip on your shoulder to want to stay. It's a war of attrition. And Andy Infield's trying to prove a point. Bill Self sitting there saying, uh, oh, shucks. I mean, we won the national championship last year. Let's get on out of here. Yeah. You know? And, and, that's, and that's what I'm saying. If you have a chip on your shoulder, feel good about your team. They may want to muck it up. If not... It is it's gonna be a long It is day. definitely shocked the world season. Yes, that, that it, it, is, it is. We are here on a mission. Yeah, we care. We want to sustain. We want to endure. You know what I mean? And to put it in a Bane voice for John Rothstein, endure. <laughs> that is what Gotham did. That is what you have to do in this tournament. It's just like it's the whole private. Like I, I get it. If you're in the infield, you have to. You know, and and muscle. You have right? to do that. You have to do it. Yeah. But at the same time, like. Being picking against a team doesn't mean we hate that team. It means this is an NCAA tournament. It's bulletin board material. I know, and it's hilarious. You know what I mean? and it's, they'll, they'll it's part of the game. Day, they get it's all part excited. Of the, game. the best part is the person who aggregates and collects <laughs> for them. That is that is my favorite. <laughs> the best person. part is Virginia Tech <laughs> and Michigan State both putting out videos of like suck it haters. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then being out, <laughs> and, being and out. it was gone. Like, we should have put out a video <laughs> in response to that. That yeah, would have been the sure. answer. <laughs> Next time we should put out, we should make our own video of all the people, all the haters that come at us, and when they when that, they get proven that, wrong, that would be too but long. But man, that is not. 
<laughs> that would be too yeah, long. Yeah, and they're not video. they're not getting proven wrong yeah. much right now. Dude. Yeah, this has been the haters mm-hmm. have been teeing off on us, man. It I is, mean, not not is, my Eastern. Yeah, look at that. Look well, at that. What region. do you give when you just when you don't write teams in? You write nicknames. <laughs> yeah. You're like Mr. Mr. March. No, Mr. March is a is a is a persona. And dude, like for, I said, for Alab- taken by Mick Cronin for the Alabama Maryland game, you just put muck. That doesn't make any sense. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they should have mucked. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't I, make any I, sense. If, if only I had known Bama was going to buck, and <laughs> it would have made a different pick. Uh, is that it? Is there any other games we got to talk about? I mean, Creighton, Ohio, we we glossed <laughs> over. I got to be honest, I didn't want to watch this because I knew what was coming, yep. and uh, it it was I knew it was going to break my heart. There were other games going. I used on. the opposite theory last night. I told you Creighton was going to win this game. You Jeff saw Bowles it. cried yeah. in his post game press com or post game speech oh. to his team. You could tell he was he was broken up. Uh, team meant a lot to him he came up i think he was I, did he mention us i actually couldn't get it through all the whole speech was he like i can't believe i did that damn show yeah no <laughs> I, I, I think he was shaking his fist you know what <laughs> that's I mean? why he was crying yes, he was like damn yes it. yes why, why why did i go back and hang out with titus yeah. i don't know what, what is going on uh, but first yeah, it's okay first sweet 16 for uh uh creighton since 1974 that's something so creighton's had a good run here as of late the 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 greg mcdermott era has certainly caught our attention doug mcdermott was national player of the year i don't want to point a lot this of games, out but it's but, been it's been good for the fbi schools <laughs> kind of has, you know. You kind of should Auburn and Alabama, uh, Arizona played. I mean, they yeah, should have they, sat they, out. They, they, if I'm Sean Miller, I'm like, why the hell did we sit this dude, out? Like, if I'm Pac-12 Sharif Cooper, was... I'm looking at Bruce Pro, and I'm like, we probably would have made the yeah. Final Four. Yeah, what were we thinking? Yeah, Sean Just Miller's got to be thoughts. looking at all these other Pac-12 teams. Like, dude, we this could be us. Meanwhile, Xavier still waiting for someone to play. This. <laughs> <laughs> Please play Ari- us. Ari- throw Arizona, Auburn, Belmont, <laughs> yeah. Xavier. What yeah? What's Co- how's Coach Titus doing with the with Belmont? He's where the, where are they at right he, now? He, he, he's Is he the, checking classes yet in Nashville? <laughs> <laughs> Belmont Belmont uh, women I think beat Gonzaga tonight, so I'm sure he's gonna use that as like a next time we talk to him. I'm sure he's gonna have that as like a yeah. The men would have done the same. Yeah, Belmont feather in a cap. Be, it's usually one to one. I mean, women North Carolina women's team lost tonight. Yeah, Anthony, as Anthony's men. pointing out here, by the way, uh, the highlight of the weekend is the must bus survive. We don't want to bring it up. I'm glad Anthony mentioned it. Thank because, you, Anthony. Because the one guy who has survived so far is Eric Musselman, mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't want to acknowledge that because we felt like it would add to you know we would then curse him and and so we didn't acknowledge it anthony did so i think we're off the hook Must, and we did reach out to oral roberts uh we should say luis yeah. luis re- reached out to them uh and the goal now is to talk to everybody in the so. interest of fairness we're <laughs> yeah. trying to talk to everybody yes yeah we, we we're not trying to take shots here yeah. and, and we're not trying to take teams out uh, we're definitely not as i watched iowa today you know i mean i was secretly pulling for iowa you know i i i, I like them as a team and as i'm watching it happen i'm like man this this we, is what it is. Yeah, this can is we, what we're can doing. Can we talk about Iowa a little bit more? Yeah, let's uh, talk about Garza. Specifically Luca Garza. I guess we kind of glossed over the end of his career. Yeah. He was getting teared up at the end. There's a, there's this message to I'm not gonna read it all. You guys can read it. It's, but uh, what is the last thing he said? Now it's time to prove more doubters wrong. wrong. Yeah. Again, this is a message to the doubters. This is that type of season. And Luca Garza, he deserved more to be such a yeah. star in college basketball. Last year ends with no tournament. This year is a COVID restricted season. There's no time to celebrate sucks, wins. Dude. There's no time to be the best player in the country in Ames, Iowa, or not Ames, but to, to walk around and, and be that guy and 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 you know just be the star, be Luca Garza, be be everyone's guy. Yeah. And he got none of that, and now he has to go back into the pro ranks and again have to prove doubters wrong he's, again. He's back at square one. Yes. Yeah, and, and it I sucks. hate to see that. It really sucks. Uh, his legacy, he will be unfairly 
viewed yes. as like, like I let's be honest like who really cares about legacies in college basketball you know like but but, 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 it, but in Iowa time, he is going to be viewed as the greatest Iowa basketball sure. player we've yeah. seen and yeah, that is that is rightfully cool. so yes I, I think for a lot of people though if 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 you are someone who does look at legacies you'll say Luca Garza never made a Sweet Six did he, he they never made a Sweet Sixteen no they ne he never had the Final Four run like if he was really that good uh, I I threw out the question earlier in the season. Luka Garza, Frank Kaminsky, who is the more memorable? Who's who has who is going? Whose legacy is going to be better as, in terms of Big Ten big men? And because uh, Luka Garza certainly has the stats, he he he's been dominant in ways that like yep. Kaminsky was awesome. They're both going to win National Player of the Year. Garza maybe should have won back to back. We we liked Obi Toppin as as everyone knows, but whatever. Um, but Kaminsky always had the two Final Fours. He had the national title appearance where yep. they had Duke on the ropes and and let it slip away. But Kaminsky had that. He had the team success that Garza never had. And so now is Garza going to be unfairly – I think the answer is going to be yes. I think Garza is going to get the but, Adam Morrison treatment, which yeah. is the woulda, coulda, shoulda. I remember him being upset after they lost. I remember the upset more so than I remember the success, which, which is, is unfortunately the world. Awesome. Yeah, and, then, then, and, and given the circumstance, we're going to – like people are going to completely forget yeah. like that there wasn't a tournament in his junior season. Who exactly. knows? If Iowa goes to like the Elite Eight last year, maybe they go on a Final Four run. Probably not likely given that they didn't play great two bits last year, but – uh, if it happens, maybe we look at it all differently. I don't know. Just wanted to point that out. Luca Garza is I I uh, I I very much was a Luca Garza fan in the sense of like uh, I I think he got boring to a lot of people. I think his style. He of was play, so good that we yeah. basically devalued how great yeah. he was. So. His 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 highlight reel is not jaw dropping. It's not sexy. It's not sexy. No. But uh, I think he was I think he was legitimately good. I think I think if you watch him play, you might trick yourself into believing this guy's not even good he's just kind of like throwing his body around and and he's lucky quote i don't know you, you know there are guys that do that i mean luca garza if you actually watch the way he plays as a big it's so sound like yeah. you know what i mean he does so many great things that you need to do as a big whether it be angles rebounding things like that that yeah. are just like things you teach and he's also a guy that does like the mic and drill every day you know yeah. he's the throwback in that sense and, and he added stuff to his game dude yes. like he he added the three, like point, three point shot yeah. like he could step out and hit threes and, and i don't know so he was awesome but uh anyway. we just wanted to give him his due we didn't feel like he got shout it out to year. luca uh we're sorry we cursed you yes apologies <laughs> we, really luca. Mean, we love we you really mean we love you uh is that it should what what should we do big picture wrap-ups like should we should we talk about things like what what is it from the weekend we that we waited two years for this date mm -hmm. we did not have a tournament last year we waited for for the the whole gamut of the, these first four days um what 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 is memorable what sticks out what what is it that about these first four days that, that you're going to remember it's chaos and yeah. i think this this entire tournament you know moses told us it was going to be chaos and you know as we have you know watched the casual fans that have not been keeping up with college basketball they love it you know yeah. my roommates they're like this is one of the best tournaments i've seen meanwhile they see my frustration they're like why are you so upset and i'm like the haters <laughs> I'm like it doesn't make any sense to yeah. me I, i've been watching these teams this is yeah. not the oregon team that i saw you know for most of the year and you know the, the, it goes it's so fact so you can do the whole thing with it, any of these oper iterations of these teams but regardless i think it's been a lot of fun and i think you know you pull yourself back from this and you just say man this is what the tournament's about at some level it's about the it's one game one moment one opportunity one shining moment and uh we've seen that a lot and then just from our vantage point this season the two best teams are gonzaga and baylor and they're still standing yeah. and as much as we're getting lost in the muck yeah. I'm, i am lost in the muck but these two are still there. Don't and we sleep on Michigan. That. Don't sleep on Michigan. I know Isaiah Livers. Everyone wanted yes. to doubt. I don't. I think Michigan is every bit as good now as they were when Isaiah. No disrespect to Isaiah Livers, but at the mm -hmm. same time, uh, I think they're every bit as good even with, without Isaiah Livers. So don't do not sleep. It is Gonzaga Baylor. I'll give you that. 
but Michigan's right there. Yep. And uh, I, I, I think you gotta, we gotta acknowledge that. But I'm with you. I, I actually like the chaos. I think most under most circumstances, uh, it, it can be frustrating because it is a little. It, it almost devalues the regular mm-hmm. season to us. Like we, we watch from the start, from from the the, the opening night. Yeah, we're into it. We're, yeah, we're so excited. The reason we believed and, in Ohio is because we saw them play Illinois in November. Right. Yeah. And so we're watching all year round. We're we're forming our opinions based on what we've seen all year. Like mm-hmm. where where we've watched the ups and downs of teams, and we're like, this is this is where it's all leading yep. to this moment in time. Yep. And then all that data that we've collected in our brains just gets mm. thrown out the window because Oregon State decided to to show up and just be unstoppable. Or Brad or, Davidson has twenty nine yeah, six. Twenty nine points. Yeah. And uh, and that that's that could that is sometimes frustrating for us. This year, but I've, it's college I've let basketball. It go. Yeah. But I mean, I'm saying this year, I've let it, it go. It's like, a beauty. When it yeah. happened, when it's happens before, I've been a little frustrated. This year, I'm not even a little frustrated. Like I once Ohio State lost, I was like, screw it, chaos, give me chaos. Yeah, or everywhere. Chaos. Yes. Throw it. Yes. Screw it. Yes. I don't care. And Porter Moser, I would say, is one of the coaches that I mean, the 2018 season felt like a George Mason Loyola does this one time, this one moment in time. We remember, mm-hmm. we pointed out. I will say I have been very impressed with Loyola Chicago. They're I not have a been, Cinderella. They're, no, they're, they're a legit good, program, yeah. and Porter's a legit coach. And you know you can take notes from the the climb, the ascension of a Gonzaga, and Loyola could do something like that. You know what I mean? You start did, setting that precedent. I had a guy reach out to me. He's like, uh, Loyola proved that they were very clearly better than Illinois. How did you miss this? How did you miss that Oregon State was very clearly better than Oklahoma State? And it just had a whole tone of like, if it were me, I would have simply had a perfect bracket. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I guess. I guess. You know, even though no one in America, right, has a perfect bracket, but the haters did. I simply would have picked all of the winners if <laughs> yes. I were you. Yes. How? Do you get paid to do this? How? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, what about, what about, uh, nah, screw that. Who cares? We talked about it enough. Uh, do you, what, should we wrap it up? Do we have shout outs? Do we want I, to talk about anything else? I do have some shout outs, if, if you will indulge me. My first one is uh, Coach Patino, who we did lose. Uh, the first, you know, round of this tournament, but he put out a great quote today, Titus. I don't know if he you died? saw this. No, oh, no, we lo- oh, we lost him. For- oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Well, Kentucky <laughs> lost him as a candidate for their head coaching job because he put out to the world, if Coach Cal went to the pros today and Kentucky respectfully called me, I would say that's the greatest honor in the world. But I'm very happy I'm staying at Iona. Yeah. And uh, Coach Patino, he is safe. He is he's secure. Found his dream job, he's found man. his dream. He's found his Camelot, as they say. Is Finally, Camelot. King Arthur is home. Kevin's Kevin's highlights when Purdue forced overtime and gave me one last moment of hope. Same Kevin. Yeah, yeah. I Kevin. really did. Like when they went to overtime, I was like, yeah. Same with Ohio State when they both forced overtime. I was like, yeah. That was kind of the went. theme of the first round, yeah. right? There was a lot of games where you're like, okay, we made it, we got here, we got to overtime, we're gonna be okay. Let's settle down and win this thing, and it's gone. And it's gone. Yeah. Um, other other things I'm gonna remember. Obviously, the Pac-12 being awesome. I I'm, I felt like this year the conference talk was just ramped up to to the extreme, and rightfully so. But it happens every it's year. More, it's more. It's it's more than it needs to be this year. Where people start forming conference, uh, you know, narratives based on the first couple of rounds of three. It happens every single year. But this year it went to the extreme, probably because the Pac-12 was awesome, and 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 the Big Ten sucked, and yes. the Big Ten was being lauded as like, is this as good as 2011 Big East when the Big East was mm-hmm. a juggernaut and the Big Ten said yes we are and then they got to the NCAA tournament and as it turns out the answer is no so mm. I'll remember that mm-hmm. uh, I'll remember or 2016 ACC you know what? I think they had 10 teams in the tournament nobody remembers that yeah I do <laughs> I do who, who won the title that year though ugh Chris Jenkins <laughs> where are you Chris I'm gonna remember the uh, <laughs> from this weekend is the free and free. Free. And free. And free. That was great. I remember that commercial. 
I remember, I remember, Li- I remember Lily and the yeah the uh, Groves brothers. Oh Groves. yeah, shout yeah, out to Devin. Out, yeah, they were great. The Groves brothers they going off. I remember them. Uh, there's that. Shout out to the Mean Green, North Texas with the big upset. I mean, Oral Roberts, too. I mean, in general, I mean, mm. they, they put themselves on the map. Abilene Christian. It's not thing. over yet, man. Like, I think Oral Roberts. What is, is for Abilene? But yeah, Oral Roberts right, still has a chance. Yeah. I mean, Must Bus, I, I hope that Must Bus does not meet his maker in this game. I hope the curse does not come calling. Yeah. We're, we're going to try to, Arkansas fans, we promise, we're reaching out with uh, with requests. We're trying to get some Oral Roberts yes, guys. We're please. trying to get O'Banner and Ace Miss on the mm-hmm. show for you to counterbalance yes, the, yes. The, the must curse so uh, <laughs> i think any oral roberts fan right now if they were smart they're like do not answer, <laughs> do not answer. yes Throw your do phone not in disturb the please <laughs> uh any other shout outs uh yeah i mean i i did want to shout out uh i mean we shout out luca shout out patino i want you you know i have to bring this up north carolina mm. uh the, the program was in free fall today free fall today and uh you know i i have no comment <laughs> yeah cool. if you missed it Tate got his uh, Brad Stevens is not going to IU twist of the night. Yeah, I by never every in my single, life have I ever woken up. Every single player in North Carolina is, is leaving. Should that be good though? You guys sucked. Should that be good to get to clear them all out and, and get new guys? The the wrong guys are leaving. <laughs> the wrong guys, and they're going to Gonzaga. How Mark? How how Mark Few? I, in fact, I'm at the point where now my Brad Stevens is Mark Few. No, I'm I I'm like I, I know Coach Roy Williams, and he is a champion, three time champion. He's gonna figure it out. It's gonna be okay. I am not pressing the panic button, yeah. but I'm a little I'm a little perturbed. I will say that that's the yeah. word. I'm a little I'm a little <laughs> I'm verklept. I don't have any words. I uh, you know. I'm shook. I'm shook. So the, the haters are winning. The big one's Walker Kessler. Right? Yes, yeah, Walker, yeah, Kessler. Walker Kessler. You, you brought it up before. Star, Chet yeah. Holmgren, yeah. Walker yeah. Kessler. Go that's to, what that's what the haters are coming at me with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to shout out my former coach Thad Motta. Love who, you, Coach Williams. Regardless, I will say that three-time national champion. I don't. No, no blame there. No blame there. I want to shout out my former coach uh, Thad Motta, who got his name in the news. Yeah, this for like is good. An hour and a half tonight. Because uh, yeah. a report comes out that he had agreed to terms with Indiana University to be the new coach, mm-hmm. uh, but then the deal fell through because he failed a physical, mm-hmm. which got the internet a buzz because they were like, "Coaches have to take physicals." How the hell is Bob Huggins? That was the first thing I said to you. I was yeah. like, "Wow, I gotta see these physicals." How was Coach K a coach? Like yes. that guy's like yes. half metal. All the surgeries he's had. If you have to pass physicals, like how? What? And what is the physical? Like he he did the sit and reach mm-hmm. and he couldn't touch his toes. Yeah, so that yeah. was it. You have to run a mile under eight. He <laughs> 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 ran an eight thirty mile. <laughs> Sorry, like, coach. Not Scott's this year. Yeah. Shire, you're the coach. That would be cool if they did that. Think about how different sports would be. If coaches had to run eight <laughs> mile, who would who would be the best team in the country? If coaches, I mean, oh, Arkansas man. would still be good because Musselman would just like. Do, yeah, Musselman's yeah. probably running eight miles a day. He, he's he's just he's going nuts. Yeah, yeah. Arkansas. Let's point. look at the coach. Jawan Howard. Let's let's, let's in the show with uh, going through coach by coach in the Sweet Sixteen. And you tell me, could they run an eight-minute mile? Yeah, let's uh, do it. Mark Few. Yes. I, I'll say yes. Uh, Greg McDermott. No. Absolutely not. Andy Enfield. Yes. Probably, yeah. Uh, Dana Altman. Yes. Uh, Jawan Howard. Yes. Dana Altman, I'm going to say yes. Jawan Howard, I'm saying yes. Leonard Hamilton. Yes. No, he's too No, good. he can say yes. We'll Coach say, Ham. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can, Coach. Uh, Mick Cronin. Yes. I think so. Yes. But it's like seven fifty nine, and yeah. in fact, it, we clock it at eight oh one, and he headbutts us, and because he's like, it was. I feel Mick Cronin strikes me as a guy that do a couple shots of whiskey before he has to run it. He's yeah. like, he's like, oh, it, all like right. we're like ready, set. And he's like, hang on, yeah, 
Go. And but then he still, takes off running. Still under eight minutes. Competitor. Uh, Nate Oates. Under. Yeah. I think he's under. Yeah. Scott Drew. Is Scott Drew a good marathon? Is Scott Drew a good mile runner? I think he's got endurance, but not speed. So I'm going to say under eight minutes. I think he can endure. I, I, I think he's a good marathon runner, not yep. a good. Yep. No, right. I, I say no. Jay Wright, yes. Jay Wright, I'll say yes. Muscleman, 100% yes. Who's Oral Roberts coach? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no respect. Porter Moser. Uh, Porter Moser, no. No. Yeah. Wayne, I mean, I want us to get to Bayheim. Can we just do Bayheim? Wayne Tinkle's definitely not. He's a big boy. I think um, Wayne Tinkle is, yeah, I think he's over. But I think he's also, like, cool about it. He's like, I'm just not going to do this. Bayheim won't even attempt it. Yeah. Bayheim sits in his chair. Bayheim says, this say, is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I will not do this. And then basically talks to the media about it. He's talking to the media while yeah. they're running, right? Yes. right behind him. <laughs> He's doing an interview. He's like, Bayheim. this is absolutely ridiculous. You guys are all idiots. What is this? And everyone else is doing it. And then he turns right to his him. SID and points to the guy with the stopwatch. He's like, yeah. have him fired. Yeah, he's like, get him out of here. <laughs> That's Bayheim. And then Kelvin Sampson. I, I don't uh, think Kelvin Sampson anymore. I, th I think, it, I, I I think, think he shows us the stopwatch and it says 757. <laughs> and we all go, coach. Coach, come on. Coach. We all saw. We <laughs> all saw what happened. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, all right, that's is that it? I, shout out to uh, shout out to the haters. You, you got in our heads this week. Yeah, you always yeah. do. It's been two years, you know? It's been two years since we had a tournament, since we realized how stupid we are. Since Shout we out had, to Paul Mills. I think he can run an under eight. That's the coach of Oral Roberts. Shout out to Paul Mills. There you go. <laughs> so disrespectful. I, I, honestly, well, I blinked on it, honestly. Apologies That's to true. Arkansas fans, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're getting Oral Roberts people on the show Yeah, anymore. I think we're out. I think, I think they just, just <laughs> Yeah, then they just said, what were they doing? Under eight-minute mile? And they yeah. didn't know our coach's name? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, it's been a long weekend. Yeah, shout out to the haters, though. I was going to say, all the Red X's. It's been, yep. it's been two years since you guys have got to throw that back in our face. So uh, It's been a lot of fun. We got, a, we got a little bit of a break, but we'll be back you know, Wednesday. We're going to do Highlight a 16 Highlight is definitely Sister Jean refusing to lose on a Sunday. That's a good point. Uh, I, another thing I'll remember, I really thought today was Sunday. It really threw yes. me off that today was Monday. Yeah. I, we, we pulled into the lot. There were a ton of cars, a lot of people at work. And I, was I like, almost texted you. I was, I was like, like why are people working on yeah. Sunday? What's going on? What's going on? Is it's football Monday. back already? And the game start yeah. on – it's going to be Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Next uh, time. Next yes, time. The Sweet, six, yeah. the Sweet 16 yeah, Elite Eight games. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to adjust, you know, adversity. Just yes. like all the players. Yes. Just like the Big Ten had to do, and, and that's why they got through. No, we have to endure. We have to endure. That is it. That is the term. We'll endure. Uh, thank you guys for watching and listening. Yes. We love you. It's been a fun four days. We are not going anywhere for We're this gonna tournament. We're going to be back. We'll be back right here on Saturday. God bless you all. Thank you. See you Saturday. Good luck, Lady Jean.